It's time for Acting Childish with Christina Lundin. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Acting Childish. Um, I'm your host, Christina, and today we have a special guest uh, calling in from Indianapolis, all the way in Indianapolis, uh, Willie Griswold. Willie, <laughs> great to have Christina. you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Am I your first guest from Indianapolis? Yes, you are. You're my first. Hopefully not my last, because I know there are a lot of good people in there in that uh, in that city. It's, it's the greatest. Maybe I'll get it's your Chicago dad on next. Indiana. What'd you say? Maybe I'll get your dad on next. Yeah, I'll see if he's available. <laughs> I know he's. I'm very glad you busy. cut me off. I made a really stupid joke there, so you didn't have to hear that. Okay, okay. Um, I'll re-listen to it, so I'll I'll, I'll be able to hear it again. So um, I said Indiana was the I said that Indianapolis is the Chicago of Indiana. Which doesn't even make any sense. And no, it makes sense. It's a good joke, Willie. It's a good joke. Thank you. And I'm glad Thank you, you told me it. Um, how are you? How are things? Good, good. Um, I, I, I've just, I'm kind of, I'm focusing like everything on work right now. I feel like everybody who says like, I just feel super lucky to have a job. And I just keep saying that. But yeah, things are good. How about you? Good. Yeah. Um, things are pretty good. I mean, obviously they've been better, but um, it's nice to have technology to be able to talk to people. And um, I kind of just wanted to start a little little project in the form of right. a, a podcast, and uh, it's still it's still new. So we'll we'll see we'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, I'm doing fine. It's, I'm also very grateful to have a job as well. Uh, and, that, and even like what you just did when you were just like, and I just feel like, you know, everything's obviously like not great, but like, I feel so lucky to have technology. <laughs> I just hate that every time you have a conversation now, you have to be like, no, I feel so lucky. I'm so lucky to be like, no, I, I'm alive. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, really. Um, I mean, I've had a couple, we're lucky we're young and healthy, uh, but like it's, yeah, it's scary out there. So it's nice to have this kind of levity to just like uh, kind of escape, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure going into work every day when you're having like conversations with your co-hosts, I'm sure it's a great form of escapism from all the madness. Definitely. And like, we only do like, we'll do like news stories, but it's just like dumb news stories. It's not like sad stuff. It's like an alligator was fighting a spider in Florida or whatever. It's like, it's like really like silly. It's always like poisonous animals and they're in Florida. Uh huh. Obviously. It's just like really goofy, wacky stuff. So it's fun to keep it light. A lot of levity. Good, good. How long has that show, the, the radio show, what's it called? Bob and Tom? How long has it yeah, been? Yeah, it's called the Bob and Tom show. Mm -hmm. It's been around since I think, uh, the early eighties and it moved to Indianapolis in the mid to late eighties. So it's been going on forever over, over 30 years. Wow. That's uh, great. Love to hear that. I used to listen to the radio all the time when we didn't have uh, like streaming uh, music. I used to listen to 101.9 The Mix, the Eric and Kathy show. Eric and Kathy in the morning? Yeah. Do you, do you, you're familiar? Do you know them personally? <laughs> no, I just, I just always like, it's the two name thing. It's yeah. like, oh no, you know, it's like, there's like Dave and Jerry in the morning or there's yeah. like, the Chicago one is man cow. That's the one that I feel like is like the big Chicago. Guy. My mom, that was on the loop, right? 97. Yeah, nine. I believe so. Yeah. My mom, when she drove me to high school, uh, every, every few days, uh, she would listen to that and she, 
it was fun li- watching her crack up listening to Man Cow. Um, right. Yeah. So a lot of great radio personalities, and you're one of them. <laughs> I haven't listened, but I will listen, Willie. Thank you very much. I now, really appreciate now that. Now <laughs> that I know, you got to send me a link after so I can uh, tune in next time. Um, I will. So I kind of gave you the little spiel about what this show is about, but I want to hear a little bit about what Willie Griswold was like as a kid. So okay. how, how would you describe yourself as a kid? I I was kind of a weird kid. I had, I right now I have a lot of brothers and sisters. Um, and right now some of them are little. There's three that are like, you know, like three to 14. But when I was a kid, I just had these three siblings and we were just nuts. It was like this kind of madhouse. And my, my dad lived in Indiana and my mom lived in Miami. And then so we were always just like, running around and like ruining airports. And I feel like I was kind of just like a little menace, uh, like getting with fights with my brother on planes back and forth with like no adult supervision a lot. Oh gosh. Um, but I, yeah, I was like, I was kind of just like a weird, funny kid. And I went to camp a lot. I love summer camp. I spent like all my summers going to camp. Where'd you go to summer camp? Camp Crosley, YMCA in Northwest Indiana. I'm pretty sure I am. I'm wearing my no, camp Crosley. No, you're not. You're one of those camp kids that still wears the shirts and everything, and you still have friends from camp, I'm assuming. I worked there forever. It was my first job. I worked there when I was 18 to 23. I, like, help with stuff. It's still there right now. I love it. It's, like, my favorite place in the whole world. You, like, go there and just, like, hang out, and they're like, Willie, you got to go. Yeah. (laughs) They invited me back (laughs) two years ago. I haven't come back since. Uh, But, yeah, I love it there. It's it's just really fun. It's a really cool place, and it's, like, a classic – summer camp it's like canoes and archery and like painting in the woods and making friendship bracelets wait that sounds like a blast um what was your favorite activity at summer camp when i was at summer camp i i I played guitar when i was a kid i i still play a little bit but not really but when i was a kid i was like obsessed with my guitar and when i was 13 and 14 i would just i would only take the activities that you could do that were like inside or I would do activities with counselors that I knew would just let me like goof around and play guitar the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like what I remember at camp is that we used to go swimming every day in a lake and that when you turned like 12 or 13, it like wasn't cool to swim anymore. Like, it, like everyone had swim time. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, you're not going to go swimming, are you? Like, what are you talking about? And we would all just go sit by the volleyball courts and like I would play guitar and like me and my friends would like make up little fake songs that, like that was, I think I was like, I was like a weird little loud, annoying kid at camp, but I loved it. Uh, was it co-ed? Could I have gone to the this camp? What was it called again? Camp Crosley. Camp Crosley. It was the co-ed camp, and I had like I had my first girlfriend at this camp. Um, I didn't have my first kiss there. Yeah, but it, and it was there was like a lot of drama. Uh huh. And like girls stuff one time because I was like a, I was like a high in demand kid. I peaked when I was very young. Um, and one time there was a rule that girl, a certain girl cabin wasn't allowed to talk about me because they were gossiping all the time. And I like still brag about it. I still think it's so cool. They're like, a yeah. whole cabin of girls. A full cabin. There it was it was the Willie rule. They're like, you can't talk about Willie. It might have been the Griswolds, but it might have been about my little brother too. And he was more dreamy than I was. He had like the Justin Bieber swoop and he has like these like really dreamy blue eyes. 
Um, Those Griswold but, brothers, they are, uh, they're a lot. Just trouble. Yeah. Did your brother just go trouble. to the camp too? He did, yeah, until he was like 15. Um, we loved it. My older sister went there and then she got kicked out when she was 14 for doing a, um, a sexually pro- provocative dance at the talent show. Which she still stands by. She was like, we were doing a master and puppet thing. She got but kicked I guess, like, out over a dance move? She, it, it's, it's still absurd. pretty debatable. <laughs> I didn't say she was kicked out, but she was like supposed to stay another week and then she didn't stay another week. But I guess that she, they were doing like a master puppet thing. Like they like took like hip hop dance classes together. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like they were kind of just like twerking and one was bending over in front of the other. But then my sister, she worked there with me for like three years. She took a few years off, uh, okay. but she taught dance class. So she was good. They let her back in. Oh, she wasn't good. That That's okay. Happy ending. So you have three siblings that you kind of grew up with, right? Where do yeah. you, where do you fall in line? Um, I am the middle of two boys, but I'm three of four. So older brother, older sister, then me, then little brother. Older brother, older sister, then you. Okay, gotcha. Um, did you like having three siblings? I mean, you said it was a little a little crazy, right? It, yeah, it was just it was just kind of rowdy, and yeah. it was especially like me and my little brother. We just we would fight a lot and goof a lot and yell and. Uh, but yeah, it was really fun. I I couldn't imagine what it was like to not have siblings growing up. Yeah. Because like I always had, I, I shared a room until I was fourteen. Like there was just always somebody around. Um, and then after my brother went to college, my sister went to boarding school, and it was just me and my little brother. My like when I got in high school and it was so weird just only having two of us around. Right. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah, so I love having a lot of siblings growing up. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm also very glad I had siblings too. Um, it, it just made life more entertaining. Uh, Are you the oldest and you're a girl? I'm the oldest and I'm a girl. Can you believe that? It had to be, yeah, that'd be tough, right? Um, you'd think so. I handled myself pretty well. Um, I did, there was a lot of roughhousing, um, and my brother was actually, my brother actually was pretty aggressive when we would, like, wrestle a little bit. He would get me in a chokehold, and I, like, couldn't breathe, um, and those are the only bad times. Everything else is really (laughs) great times, really great, uh, environment to grow up in overall but um yeah let's talk more about uh your life um so do you have any like crazy stories that you always tell when that that always come up maybe like at family gatherings of you just like being you (laughs) um like specifically within my family it can be anything or with your friends um, just like something that would be like representative of you as a kid, just like oh, that's typical Willie. <laughs> okay, this is so. This is definitely like a like this is a big. I think this story is responsible for a lot of just my issues in general. My my older brother, and my older sister. It was one of the first times I ever got drunk. We, we must, I must have been like a freshman, and it was really cool because my freshman year of high school, my older brother was a senior and my older sister was a, a junior. So we were all in the same school for the building for the first time in our lives because we were like moving around. And before that, half of us were in Miami and half were in Indy. Mm-hmm. So like we were all in the same place and we were all in the same school. And it was so cool. And one weekend, my sister's best friend came back from IU. She was in college. 
and then we like drank some beers or whatever and my mom lived on this like tiny not like a lake like a man-made pond kind of thing Mm -hmm. and we like had a fire and then I got I got like really drunk like in the way that you do when you're like a little kid and then like you just like you like don't know what you're saying and then I like I got really emotional and then I told I told my my older sister's best friend who I'd known my whole life and I was so close her her little brother was my best friend mm-hmm. we knew each other so well I but I was just I was I went up to her and I was like I'm I'm in love with you I love you so much and like I was a child I was 14 uh, and she's yeah. like she was a freshman in college so she's like hot shit at this point she's she's also like an adult and wow, she's like yeah. laughing at me cuz I'm like a little embarrassing baby <laughs> who's like drunk and then everyone starts laughing because they're like, oh, haha, Willie's being funny. And then I'm like, I'm not laughing. This is very serious. I love I love you. I love you. And everybody's just making fun of me. And no one has my back right now. No one has my back. Oh, my gosh. And they started crying. And then everybody, everybody made fun of me so much. Yeah. I mean, for good um, reason. Yeah. And then to get them to stop making fun of me, I, t- I took off my underwear and I jumped in the lake. I'm sorry, to get them to stop making fun of you. <laughs> I think I wanted them to feel bad for me. I think that I wanted them to think that like I was crazy or that like I could have, like something bad could happen in the lake. I don't know, maybe I could like a bit by a fish or something. Yeah. Um, nothing happened, I just like, I got up and then they, then the party was over, you know? Yeah. You just, this one 14 year old takes his underwear off and jumps in the lake and suddenly nobody's having fun anymore. Oh my God. And I, I really do remember that. I remember like getting out of the lake and everyone being like, geez, Willie, like you ruined the party. Oh, <laughs> this, come this on. No yeah, oh. it was really bad. And then the other one that's not mm-hmm. family related is I got I got handcuffed the night of my uh, senior prank. Okay. What was your senior prank? It was really dumb. Um, I was so I, I was student council president. How did you reach how did you get elected to that role? I don't know. You- I was really silly. I ripped my shirt off in my speech. I like I did like a Spider-Man thing where I had like a layer. Uh-huh. I had like a t-shirt with a suit and jacket under it with another another t-shirt on bottom. I wonder if you save uh do you still have that speech? Like I feel like that would be so funny, right? Like It's got to be somewhere. You got to find that. Um, it's got to be I quoted I quoted Uncle I said with great power comes great responsibility. I quoted Uncle Ben. <laughs> um I don't know. In my school, I went to a really small school. So student council was this like really cool Kind of like weird, fun thing. Yeah. But anyways, night of senior prank. Uh, we didn't plan anything. We had like nothing good planned. And then someone's dad had access to duct tape, so we were like, we're gonna use duct tape. And then someone else was like, we should put late women's underwear all over the upper school. So the whole plan was that we were gonna duct tape off the entrance to the parking lot, so like you couldn't get in. Okay. But like it took too long. We didn't have enough tape. Like that was just. That plan was done from the get-go. So then there's the other plan, which is we're, we're breaking in and we're going to throw underwear everywhere. Okay. And um, we all show up at this guy's house who lives right behind the school. Somebody brought bolt cutters, I think. I wasn't there for this, but I heard, like, someone, like, clipped the things open. And then, I don't you know what happened when you're a kid and then one person tells you a thing and then you spend, like, the rest of your life thinking it's true because of, like, some high school gossip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you retell the story and you're like, that can't be true. No one brought bolt cutters. No. Wait, bull, um, bull cutters are like those huge, uh, yeah. like, okay, yeah, I know what those are, yeah. 
Um, but anyway, we just we, we started throwing women's underwear all over like the, the high school campus. Um, and I think it was it, it wasn't anything like that bad. There was like one rope with like a bunch of panties tied on it that was kind of funny. Um, but then the high school that I went to, it's in this neighborhood in Indianapolis where uh, a police department is based out of my old high school. Like there's there's two parking lots uh-huh. and in one parking lot, there's this building that I guess two, three or four squad cars oh. are just like always there for the most part. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I, I, I don't you know didn't why know we that? didn't know that. <laughs> and it was... And it was weird because it was like it was midnight and it was it was a weeknight and it was kind of sketchy. But anyways, we, we like break into the school or whatever and we're throwing our underwear everywhere. And then like the word just gets out like cops. The cops are here. And so everyone starts running. And then I like run back to where we we're all going to this guy's house, like where my car is parked. And it's like me and these like three girls. And we're like running. And then we see like a cop light come behind us and we're jogging. And then we're like full on sprinting. And then like the three girls go one way. I go the other way. And the cop follows me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, stop. And I, I just remember going, no. <laughs> and like, like yelling. And then I ran away and I ran into the woods. And he was going to tase me. Uh-huh. And he said, stop. I'm going to tase you. And then I just gave up. Like right away. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then he walked me back to his squad car. And he was like, handcuffed me. And he was like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, I promise. We were just throwing underwear. <laughs> And they were like, oh, we're like, you're like, yeah, it's a senior prank. It was just a joke. And then they, they didn't understand that we all went to the school. Uh, and I, I guess, like, someone saw something and they reported a robbery at the school. So then the, the cops thought, like, something terrible was happening. Yeah. Anyways, um, the police officer, he got another cop came and he was asking me questions. And he asked for my ID. And when he saw my ID, he was just like, hey, uh, Griswold. Griswold, like Tom Griswold? And I was like, yeah, Tom from the Bob and Tom show is my dad. And then I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you're under floor. arrest. So sad. And then he just calls out to his partner and he's just like, hey, Taylor, I got Bob and Tom's kid handcuffed to the front of my car. <laughs> and it, it was so embarrassing. And then I was student council president. I was the only one that got cuffed. So the next day we had to have like a meeting about it. But I was already in the meeting with the principal. They're like, cool, I got in trouble. And I was like, just me. Oh, <laughs> I was no. already there. It was a real, it was a real dumb sort of kid moment. I mean, you gotta take one for the team when you're the student council president. I mean, I, I don't think that my political career even went into it at all. <laughs> what did you do as student? I'm like more curious about your role as student council president. Did you do? Did you do anything? <laughs> I did a lot of delegating. I did okay. a lot of delegating. That's fine. And I, I know that I'm. I'm pretty sure, for for my high school, the way that they did it is that. One guy and one girl always lead up the alumni meeting and they're in charge of like emailing everyone after you graduate, stuff like that. Mm. And usually it's the student council person and then the head of this thing called like Panthers Care, which was like this, this other element of this. I was the first uh, student council president to not be asked. Okay. <laughs> the alumni, so they, they kind of knew. I was a real dumb kid. I was just, maybe I was just kind of good at public speaking and I knew there was a speech involved. So I was like, I figure I can... If I can hack that part, yeah. the rest will be easy. All you need is a little bit of charisma, some just be everyone has to kind of like you in some capacity and you can get elected to anything pretty much. Um, but this is not to not to aside your accomplishment as a student council president. I think that's great. I'd put that on my resume. Yep. 
I still do. I still do put it on my resume. You don't need a resume it's, anymore. You're uh, you're you're on a critically acclaimed radio show. I things are yeah things are okay now. But when I was when I was building resumes, I was definitely <laughs> still putting it on there. What it's not a joke. I thought that I was maybe going to be a politician, but I was like 22. I used to make my friends delete pictures of me with like beers and like Jordans in my hand. Which is like, like you all gotta get rid of that. You never know where I'm going to be. So that is my favorite thing is when uh, so obviously pictures are photoshopped or the beers blurred out. Everyone used to do that at my my high school, um, and it was pretty lame. Yeah. Especially the ones who would go so far and Photoshop like a Coke can over a beer. Yeah. It was kind of kind of funny, but pretty dumb. Well, also, I would get worried about it when I'm in, like, in Boulder and it's like a picture of me at a rave. And I'm like clearly on ecstasy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, posting that on Facebook. You're wearing a like, tank top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You got to delete that picture. I'm holding a cigarette. You can't post a picture of me. And it's like me wearing 3D goggles like this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. Where do, do? where do all these pictures go? So they're they're just a bunch of pictures of you out there on the dark web of you acting crazy. The funny thing is they're all just on Facebook. This is like all like Facebook, free Instagram and Twitter. Facebook I can't do do any like I I can't even go on there without like immediately becoming uh like sick. I just hate Facebook so much. I look at my Facebook memories every day and it's just like I, every day it's like me when I'm like 17 and I'm like talking about my high school girlfriend and my sweatpants is the lyrics to the John Mayer song comfortable. Okay. Yes. That is the one, that is the one great thing about Facebook is it, it's like a time capsule of like our hilarious, like how we were when we were in high school. Um, I'll, I'll give it that. Um, so Facebook can stay a little bit longer. But I mean, it's, it's good just to be like this day, this day in 2009, you, I was just cause, like, because like every day you can look at your memories, right? Yeah. And it's always like Willie Griswold is fucked for the chem final. Please oh, send no. me pages. Uh, yeah. It was just, just really dumb stuff like that. Or promoting. I played in a band called Mad So Static. And uh-huh. I used to, I, I keep getting these things where it's like I posted five times in one day being like, Metostatic at the JCC this Friday. <laughs> Buy tickets from me or Logan during lunch. $7 <laughs> cash, or if you're in high school, ask Andrew. Like, just, like, really weird, specific things. Oh, man. Um, those are some good times. So, you were in a band? I was. Do you, uh, do you, did you guys ever release a, a, a EP or a, an album or anything <laughs> that was actually one of the reasons we ended up breaking up we got oh, in a no. fight about releasing a live album but we we recorded several things and some of the stuff it was on myspace music and then i don't know why you can't listen to it it's still like up there but you can't listen to it anymore but we i'm being honest we weren't that bad i believe you i never think we i would never even think you guys are bad i mean all high school bands are like good in their own special way most and like, like we we were like very like poppy and like it was all like we wanted to sound like Coldplay and Dave Matthews band and hell yeah <laughs> it was very like innocent and I didn't go through puberty till I was like nineteen so my voice is really high and I'm the singer and it's cute oh I love that yeah. um dang yeah I know sometimes I wish I had uh, been in a band or done something or done something artistic. I should have been a theater like honestly I'm I'm definitely a theater kid in my heart of hearts and I was just too embarrassed to 
you know, just be my true self. It's it's too bad, yeah. So I yeah. tried to be a theater kid, and I auditioned all three years, all freshman, sophomore, junior. I got basically like chorus, like background every. I'm like, that's fine. I'm building. And then my <laughs> senior year, I got like a shitty role, and then. I quit the musical to play bass in the pit band. Uh-huh. And I like, I thought I was such a badass being like, not going to respect me. I'm going to play bass. Bass I is quit. cool. Bass <laughs> is cooler than singing anyways. Fuck singing. Bass rocks. Bass is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Um, I wish I would have known you in high school. You sound like a fun time. <laughs> I was a really annoying. I mean, I a hundred percent peaked in high school. I was thinking about yeah. it. I, a million percent I beat in high school. That's all right. No, you didn't. I, I'm telling you, I, I was like, a really cool kid. All right. I feel like you can peak more than once in your life. Hopefully. Or may, or, and you can certainly plateau. But, um, <laughs> but okay, cool. So let's hear, I want to just hear a little bit about what your favorite, like, games or, like, video games or, like, uh, random, like, sports you would play with your siblings i don't know can you think of any any of your favorite like what's that one game that you carried with you all the time or that you wanted to play all the time or you want yes yeah, so it was definitely i'm oh, sorry what'd you say at the end or like legos that that was some people's thing <laughs> i was kind of into legos but i never got i never got into like the big sets my older brother would do like the really big sets but i just like to build my own stuff yeah i was really into music as a kid but not until I was like 10 or so. Before that, Pokemon cards were like everything. Uh-huh. Did you have a binder? Uh, no. I did. And yeah, me so and my I. dad and my brother are like kind of fighting like, where the hell would that be? Did we throw it away? It's definitely worth something. I mean, got to be worth, worth something now, right? Yeah. I traded away my brother's. It's a, It was a card called a Nine Tails. No way. I, I'm kidding. I, I traded it away on the playground for a Caterpie. And then I saw something that, like, that holographic card, it's, like, over $1,000 now. It's insane. That's so it's, silly. Yeah, but I was into that. I was into Game Boys. And then I remember when the iPod, the iPod came out. Mm-hmm. That was, like, huge for me. Uh, that was, like, like massive being able to have. Because my older brother was really into music. And so I, like, kind of was into music. And he, like... He was always the brother, like, I, like, didn't know how to do anything. He was like, hey, can you put everything on my iPod? And, like, mm-hmm. he would, like, figure it out and then bring it to me, and I thought it was magic. Yeah, that was very big when I could, like, listen to the strokes on the way to school. That was huge. So cool. Yeah, I remember being, like, on the bus, like, listening to music, going on, going to field trips. And there was this game you could play on, like, the first iPod where it would play a little snippet of a song and you would you would have to it was like your own music and you would guess which song it was this is a little oh yeah like a name that tune thing yeah it was like a little known feature on the ipod that um i I remember though they had the games they had that and they had the brick breaker knockoff and they had solitaire i think they did wow i think so i i was real into those things yeah i miss the days of like a phone and a music play i mean I remember I went, we went on a school trip when I was in seventh grade and it was right when the iPod video came out and the Paris Hilton porno had just come out and (laughs) one of the guys on the trip stole his iPod from his older brother. And so we were like seventh and eighth grade and we had the Paris Hilton porno 
which was like it was like only this big and it was like it was i don't don't think it showed anything and even if it did it was too small for us to even see it right but it was just like it was this currency it was like oh can we can we trade ipod ipods and oh my gosh just a bunch of little creeps and now to think kids are just running around with all the porn they want in their pockets but for us that was like revolutionary yeah, thank God we uh, didn't, I mean, to be a kid right now it sounds like the scariest thing ever. Just, like, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Visco, like, all these different apps you can't, like, I can't keep up. Did MySpace have likes? MySpace? I feel, no, I don't know. I feel like because MySpace had Top 8, and that was fucked up. <laughs> like, Top 8 fucked me up. I remember... That, like there was like rules like with my friends it was like you could only have like like six people were friends in your grade and they like wanted one person from an older grade and like mm-hmm. one person from a different school and tom of and, like, course. Be, like <laughs> half girls half guys like there mm-hmm. were all these real weird rules i remember like not being in someone's top eight hurting my feelings but like my little sister's 14 and she does that thing where she posts her instagram posts in her stories and she's like new post Oh I'm like, my oh, like, I always like it because I'm like, I, this is going to be stressful for her. She's oh trying to get gosh. these likes. I know. You always have to be online and you always have to be recreating yourself and like posting like hot pics. Oh, it's just, oh man. Anyway, yeah. But my MySpace, I, um, I didn't know this, but uh, didn't Justin Timberlake try to buy it? Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Someone someone told me this, and now I forgot who. And then, are, you, and then he sold- are you confusing Justin Timberlake with his character in the movie The Social Network? <laughs> Shoot. I don't. I actually think Justin Timberlake bought MySpace and then sold it back. I think it was a Jeopardy question recently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double check on that. I'll let you know. Um, really? are, you, are you watching New Jeopardy? Uh, no, but I will, because I do like Ken Jennings a lot. I like him. I haven't watched any of the post Trebek episodes. I know it's really sad. Yeah. Right. It is. I know. I know. R.I.P. Well, Willie, this has been a real fun time catching up. Uh, was I'm, it fun? Did I do a good job? I I laughed. I cried. It was it was all good things. Yeah. I really um, hope you liked. That. I feel like I should have prepared more. I oh gosh, like no, no, no. No preparation needed for this. This is us. This is us just conversating, having a good time. But um, tell tell the folks where they can find you. <laughs> um, at Willie Griswold, Willie Doc Griswold on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's. Perfect. I think that's everything. Awesome. Who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? That is kind of complicated. So I hate Tom Brady, but I, because I'm a big Colts fan and Tom Brady like took the Colts out of the Super Bowl a million times. Uh, he cheated to play AFC championship against us, the whole thing. Yeah. But Tom Brady as an underdog, like they're getting, they're getting four points. I think it's hard for me to root against Tom Brady knowing all that I've seen him do to, to my favorite team. Yeah. But I want the Chiefs to win. I love Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, me too. He's a uh, seems like just the best guy and so talented. Um, so I think whoever wins it should be a good game no matter what. Um, yeah, and he like he stuck with his like high school girlfriend and yeah, that's Tom what I Brady heard. left his wife when she was pregnant for Giselle, which like I mean like I know, I'm not yeah. trying to like judge it, but like patrick mahomes that's a man of integrity he's you know, a stand-up guy no i feel you okay okay you convinced me i'm gonna i'm gonna root for the chiefs i think um 
Okay, it's been so fun catching up. I'm going to stop the recording now. Perfect.